This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. This is your host for the day, Jared Timms, and I will be joined by one of my good friends. He's a big Dodger fan, watches a lot of the Dodger games. I got to play college baseball with him. His name is John Anderson. He'll be joining us in a couple minutes. Um, but back on to us. Thank you for joining us here on Talking Halos. I know we haven't been on as much. Everybody's been really busy here with this, but I will personally be trying to do as many series previews and series recaps as I possibly can here to get as much recording out. Um, just, you know, tip of the cap, cap to Derek as well, who does a lot of the editing on all this stuff. So there's that. Just it's hard to get all of our voices on here at one time. So there is that. We're going to I promise we're going to try to be doing this as much as much as we can going forward. And of course, if you like what you hear or if you go back and listen to any of our previous podcasts, because those are always great. Give us a five-star review on Apple Apple Music. Only if you like it, though. Please don't just you know throw a five-star review at us. Um, you can email us at TalkingHalos at gmail.com. You can hit us all up on Twitter and all that fun stuff. You know, Ask us questions. Give us ideas for shows. We're, we're happy to accommodate you. We're happy to do you know whatever you guys want to do. We, we just, we're just here to talk baseball and entertain you guys for a little while. Guys, we have a great show planned for today. I'm going to do a little series preview and series recap. Like I said, I'm going to try to do this little series preview and recap um, at the beginning of every series moving forward. We'll kind of see how it goes. Um, try to get a guest on every single time to talk about who the angels are playing, how the angels are looking, you know, all that fun stuff. So let's start it off with the recap against the A's. Angels took two of three games. They snapped the A's nine game win streak, which was huge. Not going to say this. I mean, the, the A's were due for a loss, you know. But the Angels did look really, really good this year. That series, um, where they took two of three, they scored a lot of runs. Um, we'll get into the offense in a second. Um, the one thing that I will say that wasn't great and wasn't firing all, on all cylinders was that starting pitching. We saw Julio Tehran not look all that sharp, but honestly, 
he's only it's it's only his second start. He wasn't really able to have a full spring training. Let's let him kind of work his way to get back into it. Um, and we'll see him in the Dodgers series as well. Um, the one, the couple good things I will say about this series. Again, they did take two of three, and they've taken two of three in two of the last three series. Um, didn't look good against the Rangers. They looked really good against the Mariners. So you know, it just kind of seems like every everything's kind of clicking. Um, the one thing that was really, really clicking though during this series was the bats and man, the bats heated up. Mike Trout, dad power looked fantastic. Um, David Fletcher at leadoff, um, Tommy LaStella, you know, Anthony Rendon looks like he's getting really hot. He's hit what three home runs in three games here. So, I mean, it, even Otani looks good, even down the bottom of the order, you have Max Stassi and Joe Adele looked pretty good during the series. So, you know, that, that if you can take positives away from it, yes, they took two of three, but the offense looks like they're going, again, they batted 304, they hit 10 home runs during the series, and they scored 20 runs. Moving on to it as well, you know, the bullpen didn't start off hot. They've looked good in the past week, week and a half, and they looked really good in this series as well. As, like I said, you know, they didn't look great on that Wednesday game after Griffin Canning, um, you know, kind of didn't pitch all that well. They looked pretty good backing up Dylan Bundy, but again, Dylan Bundy was magical again. And the bullpen looked really good against the A's when Julio Tehran pitched. So, I mean, it, it was just kind of a, it seems like everything is kind of firing on all cylinders from the Angels standpoint. Now, moving on to this Dodgers series, like I said, I'm going to have one of my buddies come on here in a couple minutes and talk a little Dodgers baseball with us. But they are headed into this series 12 and 7. Um, I'm recording this early, so you know they play the they play the Padres tonight. And if depending on if they win or lose, we'll see kind of what happens there. Um, they're as of right now just a half game back of the Rockies in the West. But and I say this unfortunately, but. The Angels, it seems like, are going to have to face the three-headed beast in pitching. They also have the three-headed beast in the lineup as well. But they have the three-headed beast in pitching in Clayton Kershaw, Walker Bueller, and Dustin May. Probably one of the grossest trios in baseball, I would have to say. Um, Angels will counteract with that um, with Patrick Sandoval, um, Andrew Heaney, and Julio Tehran. And, um, you know, it, it'll, it'll be an interesting series. If you want to take any positives going into this series, um, they've taken 12 of six in the last four years against the Dodgers. They're seven and one at home against them since 2013. So, you know, again, some positives to take from that, but the Dodgers are a really good team. And from a baseball standpoint, I'm really excited to see this. Cause like I said, Dodgers are a really, really, really good team. And I know you guys are going to hate me for saying it, but you know, it's, it's a fun team to watch. And there's so many good players that are going to be in this series. You know, I, I hope that the baseball community in general just understands what they're about to watch in this series. Cause I mean, just off the top and even not players off the top of my head. I mean, Kershaw, Bueller, Dustin May, Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon, Shohei Otani, um, Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, Justin Turner. I mean, this is just a star-studded matchup we got here. And it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun to watch this series. 
All right, guys. So I am joined by one of my good friends here. I played East LA Dodger baseball with him in college. Yes, I know. I played for the Dodgers. It was unfortunate for all you Angel fans out there. I get it. But I am joined by my good friend. He is just known to me as Anderson. Anderson, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I am not doing too bad. Okay, so give us a little breakdown about you. What it what do you do baseball wise? Because I don't think too many people know about you. And also, I'm going to plug you here. What give us your Twitter so everybody can follow you on Twitter. I know you are the biggest LeBron James slash Kobe Bryant fan of all time. So give us give us your Twitter and then give us a little breakdown about what you do baseball wise. And then we'll get into Dodger baseball because I know you're a huge Dodger fan. Sounds good. Uh, my Twitter handle is uh, at JJA226. Uh, I currently, right now, like the rest of the baseball world, I'm just waiting to see when we're going to get started up as a high school baseball coach. You know, we're kind of at the mercy of all this COVID stuff. So just waiting for that to die down, and we'll be, get, we'll be getting ready to make a run at a CIF title at St. Paul High School. St. Paul High School. That's great. Actually, I was just doing a podcast with um, an, the old softball coach at um, he's now up at Northridge. I can't remember his name, but I was doing I was doing a podcast with him recently. Uh, but it was yeah, it was a lot of fun. But let's get on to a little bit of Dodger baseball here. Um, I want to talk a little three headed beast. I know there's kind of two three headed beasts on with this Dodger team who is absolutely loaded. And I'm gonna actually give a lot of praise to the Dodgers. I know Angels fans hate it, but I give a lot of praise to the Dodgers because I love what the Dodgers do. I think they're a fantastic team. But let's talk a little three headed beast. We're going to see both of them, but the three-headed beast that I kind of want to talk about is Kershaw, Bueller, and Dustin May. I mean, how gross is that combination? That could potentially be one of the best trios to take the mound in baseball history, in my belief. You have the young Dustin May, who, out of all three of them, I think has the highest ceiling. You know, he has that 99-mile-per-hour two-seam. Everyone's seen Machado try to hit the past two outings against them. Um, Walker Bueller, kid's a special talent. I think once he, you know, he starts slow last year, coming off some arm issues. Um, and then you have Clayton Kershaw, who, as you know, Jared, I think is the GOAT. That guy is, you know, he's, he's throw he threw, his last outing wasn't the best, but he, he's throwing the ball well. He's, he is up. He looks good. I expect good Nothing but great things out of those three the rest of the season. Yeah, I know, definitely. It's it's going to be a really, really tough series for this Angels hitting. But, I mean, the Angels hitting is super hot right now. I mean, the Angels have a three-headed beast of their own sitting in the middle of the lineup with Trout, Rendon, and Otani. And, you know, it's honestly, this series is just going to be a lot of fun for baseball in general. Um, and I, I, will, I will say this. The Angel lineup, do not sleep on Justin Upton against the Dodgers. No, Justin Upton, I think exactly. he, he hit pretty well against the Dodgers last year, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember correctly. He, ever since he has come up, and he was, I believe, with he came up with Arizona. Yep. He has been a Dodger, I wouldn't say he's a Dodger killer, but he's been able to have big moments at the plate against them. No, definitely. He's to rise up against them. Yeah, it, it, it's weird. He's He's always been a streaky hitter, and I mean, for all we know, this could be the series that it just kind of clicks, and then you get another big bat in this Angels lineup. Um, and speaking of lineups, I kind of just want to jump over to this Dodgers lineup too, which is again, just so deep in so many perspectives, the three headed beast that they're working with, you know, Cody Bellinger, Mookie Betts, Justin Turner. I mean, you can pick a third player, any third player you want. Corey Seager, who's started off just red, red hot. What do you make about this Dodgers offense? I mean, how, how good is it? I, I think Dodger offense is 
right where it would be if they were playing a 162-game season. Now, hitting with runners in scoring position, that's always been a Dodger issue, and that, you know, that continues to turn its head at us. They rely, I think they rely too heavily on the long ball. I think playing a little more National League-style baseball, you know, take a page out of Joe Madden's book, bunch of guys over, first to third. But, I mean, this offense, it's, you know, being a Dodger fan, you watch them and they have games where they go out and score 14 runs, and then the next game they come back and they score one. I think once they figure out the right approach, how they're going to attack everything. And, you know, for me, it's curious. I'm curious to see how they do tonight because, you know, they have, they still have to finish up with the Padres. They got Chris Paddock going against them. So they go from Paddock to, uh, I'm not sure who the Angels are throwing tomorrow. But, you know, that's going to be, that's going to be fun to watch because Paddock's good and whoever the Angels throw. The Angels starting pitching has been good. You know, it, 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 the Giants have showed Dodgers are beatable. Padres have shown it. I think they. I think the. Do- I think the Dodgers and Angels split this two game series, one and one. We got three games, Anderson. Come on, my guy. Oh, big Dodger fan. I, no, I know it's. It's been different. It's. It's different every single year. But yes, yeah, you got three. I, you have three games. It'll be. It'll be fun. Um, and also, by the way, you got Patrick Sandoval, Andrew Heaney, and Julio Tehran. Three solid pitching matchups. You know, pretty pretty good. Like you said, the Angels pitching has been hot. They weren't. They've kind of slowed down a little bit. Um, you're luck, kind of lucky enough that you don't have to see Dylan Bundy, who's been the best I, pitcher I, in baseball. I'm ecstatic by that. <laughs> you know, he's so, been throwing the ball very well. Yes, he has. On to the next question here. Okay, you guys traded for Mookie Betts. Dodgers traded for Mookie Betts in the offseason. We weren't too sure we were going to have a season. It was kind of like, oh no, did you just trade for Mookie Betts and he's not going to play? Finally extended him. How excited were you about Mookie Betts being a Dodger basically for the rest of his career? I, I was ecstatic. That's one of the five best players in baseball in my opinion you know he's right under he's right under that trout and right under trout i believe um i'm excited to have him around for 12 13 years hopefully he retires here and he can help bring a couple world championships back to la it'd be good for the state of california and southern california in general i haven't had a world champion since 2002 when the halos won it yeah you know it's it's i mean we've been talking like i can't praise socal baseball enough right now and Actually, just West Coast baseball right now is absolutely like just lights out. I mean, you have so many good oh, players. The Padres are going to be good. I'll have I'll have our buddy Dylan will join us for the Padres series. I'm going to bring him in. Uh, the Dodgers, the Angels, the A's are really good. The Giants have shown they've been good. You know, the Mariners, the Rockies are leading the West. I mean, there's so many good teams out in the West. I, I just don't think that the rest of the nation really sees it and knows it yet. And I hope that no. this series kind of enlightens everybody to how good baseball out West really is. And, and, and the one thing I'm interested in watching is the battle of dad strength in the series. You have AJ Pollock, who just had a newborn, and obviously Baby Trout just came into the world. You know, it's battle of dad strength right there in the outfield between dad. Pollock and Trout. Yes, dad power, dad power. Okay, so quickly, g- give me your expectations for this series. We got the three game set, like we mentioned. Um, Dodgers going to sweep. Dodgers taking two or three. Angels taking two or three. What do you What do you got here? You can be as I honest, see. be as honest as you want. I. It's it's one of those things where you know if you say the Dodgers are going to sweep and these our Angels fans on here who listen to you they're just going to at you and talk a bunch talk a bunch of crap on you or if you say the Angels are going to sweep you know you're now a good luck charm and you'll you'll be on a lot more so it's it's a win win situation for you. Uh, <laughs> I I honestly think I think the Dodgers take two out of two out of two out of three from the Angels. I think the Angel bullpen is. Very, very shaky. And if the Dodger approaches lately, what they've been taking it to the plate, they take it to the series. 
they knock the Angels starters out early enough, get to the bullpen, and they capitalize on that. Yeah, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. It, it, it will be really interesting to see how this Angels bullpen is. And it's going to it's gonna be a National League series for sure. You know, we're going to see a lot of relievers. You know, I think that the offense, I mean, even with who the Dodgers are starting, the Angels are one of the best offenses in baseball. It's, it's, I think it's really going to boil down to both of these bullpens, which if you look at it, the Dodgers are going to have a little bit better of a bullpen than, than the Angels do at the moment. And I'll, I'll say that their Angels are going to lose two or three. You know, I, it wouldn't surprise me at all. But then again, it wouldn't surprise me if the Angels swept or if the Dodgers swept. I mean, it's just, like I said, there's so much good talent in this series. It, it's going to go either way. And man, how much fun would this be if it was a World Series matchup? <laughs> Angel and Dodger fans have been picturing that for how long now? It's forever. You know, unfortunately, the Dodgers have been. Hitting everything right, you have free agency, trade market, even drafting. Whereas the Angels have had some misses, you know. We won't say names. Uh, CJ Wilson, Josh Hamilton. Now, don't get but me started on a CJ Wilson. I, he was good with the Angels. If you want to bring somebody up, you can bring up Josh Hamilton. I guess you can bring up Albert Pujols. You can bring I, up the Vernon Wells honestly, trade. I think, the, I think honestly, the Angels will be back in the playoffs. They're gonna find. They're gonna find their groove this year. Mm-hmm. I think I think that ex- the extended playoffs helped the Angels. I said it when it first came out. It, I think the Angels are going to be slept on, and they're going to sneak into the playoffs. And when they get in there, they're going to make some noise. Definitely. I mean, you're making a lot of very happy Angels fans on this podcast. So last question for you. I like to kind of end everything on a little bit of a, I guess, a little fun note for you. You've been a Dodger fan your whole life. You've seen um, myself throw a no-hitter before in a college game. What is your favorite Dodger memory. It can be with the East LA Dodgers, maybe Jared uh, throwing a no hitter, um, or it can be any type of Los Angeles Dodgers memory. Well, I will say for that East LA Dodger no hitter, since I was a part of it, is it was a combined <laughs> donor between me and you, and I believe Hoffman when he's on. Yep, the three of us combined for it. Uh, but I will say my all my favorite Dodger memory is Clayton Kershaw's no hitter. Which should have been a perfect game if it were not for a Hanley Ramirez throwing error. That was by far the best game, best pitch game I've ever seen in my life. Right there from Clayton Kershaw. There you go. And then hopefully, and I say this as a baseball fan, hopefully a World Series on top of that as well, because Dodgers deserve it. I mean, the Angels deserve it, but man, with everything the Dodgers are going through, with all of this Astros stuff and such, we don't need to get into that. They deserve a World Series for sure. Anderson, thank you so very much for coming out. Tell us again where you can find us on Twitter. Go follow Anderson on Twitter. No problem. You can find me at JJA226. And hope to hear from you guys soon. Thanks a lot. Definitely. Yes, we'll get you back on. Guys, thank you for joining us on this episode of Talking Halos. Again, I'm going to try to try my best to be doing some series previews, get some guys on, um, whether they're just my personal friends like Anderson here or if they are you know, a little bit, you know, writers in the baseball community. I'm hoping to get as much on as we can. We're trying to get this podcast going a little bit more and more as we can. So guys, thank you for joining us again. Stay safe out there and have a great rest of your day.
can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. The N-OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.